Welcome back to the Spiritually Armored Podcast. I'm Devin Singleton, and we're going to post another bonus episode for everyone, and then hopefully we'll be able to get back into the swing of things with the new year, where we can have our regular episodes and continue that spiritual armor. Today, I want to talk about laziness. Well, first, laziness is not the work of a godly man. That is something that, as a Christian, we have to understand. And we also have to understand the value of working hard. So today, to uh, as a springboard, I want to go to Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. And we're going to read about an ant. And we're going to apply this to laziness for the Christian. So this, this section reads, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways, and be wise, which, having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard, when thou wilt arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. So the ant is a perfect example for the man of God's working. Laziness will never be the answer to properly following God. And whether we are physically sleeping, mentally, or spiritually sleeping, we have to wake up. Working hard and diligently for the Lord is the whole duty of man. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 reads let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear god and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man so we have to understand that laziness is never going to help a man achieve his ultimate goal of heaven so let's understand the value of working hard in this proverb uh, chapter six we read about the ant and it says that we should go to the ant or we should be like the ant this text talks about the ant being a worker and if you've ever seen an ant just one ant or even an ant hill you will never see an ant that is not working they are always preparing a home they're always gathering food or whatever else for its flock of ants they are working to build their their family up So the man of God, we have to strive to be like the ant. We cannot miss an opportunity to do work for the Lord and do the work of the Lord. But I also want you to notice that the ant has no guide here. Verse 7, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. No guide, no overseer, no ruler. And if that's the case for the ant, how much more willing to work should we be? We have a guide in God. We have an overseer in God. We have overseers uh, in the elders of the church. We have a ruler in Jesus Christ. It's so important for us to take this example of the ant and understand we have so many more reasons that we can work hard and be a worker for the Lord. We have that guide. We have that overseer. We have that ruler. The ants have none of that yet they still work continuously for the upbuilding of their house. So we also need to understand that being a sluggard is not an option. 
This word sluggard in the King James Version is, it's an adjective uh, that is used to describe someone who is sluggish or lazy. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a noun that is used to describe someone who is uh, sluggish or lazy. That person is a sluggard. That is a noun. So think about the perfect example of a worker we have in God. He worked for six days, and he rested on the seventh. And here's the problem sometimes with man. Sometimes we get in the habit of resting the same amount that we work. And honestly, if not more. Often we, we rest more than we work. Because we work so hard, we feel like, well, I worked all this, you know, I put all this labor and all this time and all this energy into my work so I can rest more than I worked. Well, that's not true. That's just not true. God worked for six days, and he only rested on the seventh day. That is one-seventh the amount of rest as there is work. So this resting equal or more to how much we work is just not the example that God has set for us. And also, remember Paul's admonition to the church in Thessalonians because they weren't working. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10 it reads, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Working is the only way we survive in the short life we have. And another note on Second Thessalonians, the Christians that Paul was writing this letter to, these two letters to in this, in this book, First and Second Thessalonians, understand that they had a misunderstanding about the second coming of Christ and their misunderstanding was he was gonna come in their lifetime he was gonna come in a very very short period of time well Paul wrote these letters to help them understand hey Christ is not gonna come until these things happen there's a great falling away and one other thing and here's the Here's what we need to understand. These people believed that they would be allowed to just live off of everyone else that was in the church. And Paul's writing saying, no, if you don't work, you need to understand that you're not, you shouldn't eat either. You need to work for what you eat. So we, we have to understand that working is the only way we survive this short life that we have. So here's the question. Here's the question I want to leave everyone with in this bonus episode. How long will you sleep? Many people will say regarding doing the work of the Lord, things like, I don't have time. I don't want to wake up that early. I need my sleep. And I used to wake up very early, 4.30 in the morning, so that I could have just 30 minutes to spend with me and the Word. And I would tell people this, that, that that's what I had to do at the time. And the response I would get is, well, I don't really want to wake up that early. You know, I, I go to bed really late, all this. Well, when you went to bed late, what were you doing? Did you have time the night before you went to bed to study, spend some time in God's word? Or to do some form of work for the Lord? 
You see, there there's only 24 hours in the day. Most work at least eight hours a day. Most try to sleep eight hours a day. That leaves eight hours outside of work and sleep. Eight plus eight is 16, 24 minus 16 is eight. Let's say five hours are taken for family or other time. Where are the other three hours going? Well, you could say you spend an hour driving to work. So that's still two hours. Spend 30 minutes, take 30 minutes of those two hours just to spend time with God. And actually, just start with 15 minutes. Take 15 minutes to study one chapter per day. And as time goes on, you'll see that, hey, I need to, I want to know more. I need more time. So you'll add time on. Or even, maybe you could use that 30 minutes to try to spread the gospel in some way. Make some Facebook post. Or call one of your friends who you know is in a lost condition. And share the gospel with them. You would be so surprised with the work you can accomplish if you just take 30 minutes a day. Instead of watching TV. Instead of taking a nap. Whatever it may be. We have time. We need to understand that this is something we have to make time for. And there is time for it. You just have to allocate that. So whatever your your lack of time in the day is chalked up to, it, you have to understand that time should be filled with work that is profitable to your soul. Not everything we do in this life is profitable to our soul. In fact, some of it can be damaging to our soul because we are spending time there instead of trying to improve ourselves in Christ. Understand that Paul finished the course and he fought the good fight. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Also, 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7, I have fought the good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. This life is not going to be easy in following Christ. We have to know that we are going to have to fight. We are going to have to fight our entire time on this earth while we are Christians to keep the faith. But that's just going to bring us more blessings in the life after. Jesus dedicated his life to the work of the Lord. John chapter 9 verse 4. And that reads... I must work the works of him that sent me, while it is day, the night cometh, when no man can work. So understand, Christian, it is the duty of the Christian to continue in the work of the Lord. So as we conclude this, this short episode, there's great value in working hard in this life. And we have a great example of, examples of it on this earth. God worked hard in creating the earth. We can read about that in Genesis 1 and 2. We can look at nature. We talked about the ant. They are workers. That is what they do. They do everything they need to do for the betterment of their family. 
and even Paul showed the value of working hard in his writings. We read Second Thessalonians chapter three verse ten. Those are two first and second Thessalonians are two great books to read when you're looking at working for the Lord. Also, while sleep is necessary for our bodies, we have to prioritize work over sleep because prioritizing sleep over work is far from what a godly man must do. If we have to lose a little bit of sleep to work for the Lord, then so be it. That's what we got to do. And everything we do as Christians in this life, we have to work hard and diligently so we can please the Lord and achieve the ultimate goal of heaven. So this was aiming at understanding that laziness is ungodly and the man of God has to work to achieve his ultimate goal of going to heaven one day. So that's going to conclude this episode. If you have any questions, please email us at b spiritually armored at gmail.com that is be spiritually armored at gmail.com and we will see you next time